the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, another hot day is in store for us. We welcome you to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Nice to have you along on the Answer Network, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. We have new details on two murders that have been in the headlines recently. Virtually every aspect of those murders, the one at Tuttle Crossing, which we were told was, at least in the mind of the shooter, done in self-defense. We now have eyewitness testimony that calls that self-defense claim into question. And we also have clarity on just how stupid was the original setting of bond for that shooter by Franklin County uh, Municipal Judge Eileen Paley. Turns out the U.S. Marshals had to look pretty hard to find the shooter who is now in jail, not walking the streets of Mansfield or Marysville, We don't know where else he might have been, but he did eventually turn himself in. But he could be back on the street on Thursday, tomorrow, if he has the good fortune to have Judge Paley set his bond again. And she does so in the fashion that we discussed earlier this week, where she established a $100,000 bond for someone charged with two murders, charged and has admitted to two murders, by the way. He's out free on a $10,000 posting of bond, 10% rule on the bond. Don't be fooled by the amount of the bond. They can get out for posting 10%. And then the shooter from Tuttle, who she, I guess, at least mathematically, uh, used consistency, if not common sense, to set his bond at 50000 so he was out walking around for just $5,000 down, even though he made statements and was heard on recorded phone calls saying things that worried authorities enough that they realized, uh-oh, we better get this guy in custody ASAP. So we have details on that. We also have details on the murder of a 24-year-old woman at the Glenwood Community Center last week, and more details are emerging about the 15-year-old boy who was charged in that murder. We told you yesterday that his football coach at Briggs High School was shocked to find out that this young man, Avante Solomon, was accused of being the shooter because to the coach, uh, this young man is one of the really, really good kids on the team and in the school. And we now know that Avante Solomon was also involved in one of the very expensive, but apparently in Mr. Solomon's case, uh, 
completely ineffective city intervention programs where millions of dollars are spent with the intention of curbing the violence that is ending far too many young lives in Columbus, that results in far too many murders in Columbus, a record high total in 2020 and 2021, Uh, this young man is in the program, an anti-violence program, and now he is charged with murder. So we will get to that momentarily. But first, uh, I want to also tell you that today I am more convinced than ever that there is hope for our nation because I listened to a six-minute senior speech from Harvard University today. Yeah, I know. Right now you're thinking, wait a second. Has Bruce Hooley joined the enemy? No, I have not joined the enemy. I have found an ally, and I will introduce you to that ally. There are young people who clearly have been raised phenomenally well by their parents and who have the courage to go into the most unfriendly, anti-American environments, Harvard University, and emerge impervious to the indoctrination to which they have been subjected. I'm going to play you today, just before noon, the first three minutes of young Julie Hartman's senior speech at Harvard. And I would invite you to set your clock by that. Because when you hear it, my guess is you will say the same thing that I said. Wow. That's your preview of what's coming shortly before noon today. But let's get to the shootings and murders and crime and the stories that typify uh, life in the hot summer. Here in central Ohio and all over Ohio, it's no different in Dayton. They have these kinds of incidents. They have them in Cleveland. They have them in Cincinnati. They have them in virtually every city, which means they have them wherever Democrats are in charge of things. Columbus Police today, 4 a.m., called to Crestwood Avenue. 16-year-old man was standing on his porch. I don't know why he wasn't asleep. He was standing on his porch, and he was shot. They have no suspect. Well, they have no arrests, at least. They may have a suspect. Um, Said he was standing on his porch, heard a gunshot, and realized, oh, I've been shot. So he was taken to Grant Medical Center. He is expected to survive, thank goodness. As for Avente Solomon, who was in court yesterday, Uh, and has pleaded not guilty uh, to murder and felonious assault. Uh, He was enrolled in a city program, a job readiness program, through the Recreation and Parks Department. He was assigned to Eakin Elementary School. He went through orientation on June the 6th, and he began work on June the 10th. And then what? Four or five days later? He was shooting a gun at the Glenwood Community Center, and he killed a 24-year-old mother. A quote from Columbus City Hall. 
They say the Job Readiness Summer Program provides job placement and training for participants from June through August every year. The goal is for participants to receive foundational work experience and training to help prepare them for their future career choices. Couple this with service linkage. Man, don't you wish you had uh, the ability to come up with phrases like service linkage? Think of the money you could make in Democratic politics. Does anybody listening to me now have any clue what service linkage might mean? Neither do I. Service linkage to stabilize families. Our participants will leave our program prepared to get, keep, and excel at workforce opportunities. See, you would say jobs. I would say jobs or employment. No, 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 no. In order to make a lot of money in democratic politics, you have to say jobs. Any idiot can say jobs. Employment, no, that's not good enough. What else can we come up with that makes it sound really, really important? Oh, I know. Workforce opportunities. Yes, workforce opportunities. So, Avente Solomon was enrolled in that program. And apparently, um, something went wrong. A link in the service linkage apparently broke uh, because he is accused of shooting and killing a 24-year-old mom. Three days. Three days. I was wrong. I said four or five. Three days after he first reported to work. Uh, The city spent $1.7 million through Parks and Recreation for programs like that which Mr. Solomon was enrolled in. And that is not to say that these programs are a waste of time, nor should money be spent. But what it is, is to point out that they are not perfect. And they are not even remotely close to the benefit of a stable home environment. I was having this conversation with a friend yesterday, and we were talking about how sad it is that this young man, Mr. Solomon, is now going to be charged as an adult, and he's likely going to not be able to pursue avenues through which he appeared to be uh, on course to perhaps be someone who might be able to get a free college education for his football playing abilities. Uh, Clearly, he was one kind of kid in some environments and another kind of kid around his coach. And it's really, really sad to see that. And my friend, who has sons, pointed out to me that The impact of a father in the home, even with his own sons that come from a stable environment, is invaluable. That boys are much more prone to testing boundaries than girls. Yes, this is where we delve into generalities and where we uh, do not subject ourselves to the political correctness of the left. We talk in truth terms here, in real terms here, and boys are much more subject to testing boundaries, pushing boundaries, as the testosterone courses through their veins and they need to be at times disciplined and at all times given guardrails and boundaries which they are not allowed to exceed. Without fathers in the home, bad things happen and they do not have a constructive way to deal with their rage and anger. That is what we see. We can hope that 
The man accused of shooting someone to death in a shoe store on a Sunday afternoon at Tuttle Mall, uh, tucked between Dublin and Hilliard, right along I-270. We can hope that tomorrow, when he has another bond hearing, that he does not end up before Franklin County Judge Eileen Paley. Because if he does, well, all indications point to the fact that he might be back out on the streets, and that would not be good for the people who were in the store and watched him shoot a man with whom he had a an ongoing beef, shall we say. Now, there are conflicting reports. Originally, we were told that uh, the shooter, uh, Tyrone Gray, 24 years old of Mansfield, was minding his own business, trying to buy a pair of shoes and... Dontarius Sylvester, also of Mansfield, who happened to be in the same store at the same time. Uh, Dontarius, deceased now, uh, swung a bag or a purse or something at Mr. Gray and hit him in the face. And Mr. Gray felt like he was in imminent danger. Thus, he pulled out a handgun, fired it four times. One of those bullets Uh, Mr. Sylvester in the head, and pretty much killed him instantly. As you might imagine, this is very traumatic for the people who were in the store. Uh, But apparently uh, Judge Paley did not quite grasp what they might be thinking with Mr. Gray out on bond, which he assuredly was when she set his bond at a mere $50,000, raising eyebrows all over Franklin County, Municipal courts, offices. I got many texts from people going, Did you see this? 50 grand? Subject to the 10% rule? $5,000? A guy who apparently has a hair trigger temper, he got hit in the face with a purse. Okay, I, don't, I wouldn't like getting hit in the face with a purse. Never have been. Can't say with any degree of certainty how I would process that. But even if I had my gun on me at the time, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't pull it out and shoot the guy who hit me in the face with the purse. But that is what Tyrone Gray did. So Tyrone Gray was, you know, locked up until he could post the $5,000 amount to be free. And, you know, you get the phone call, right? You get the one phone call. So he made a phone call. Maybe he made more. Um, And this is what Mr. Gray said while on the phone. He made statements that caused concern among police and U.S. Marshals. Concern. He did not make, as has been suggested by some, direct threats that, you know, hey, whoever else was in that store, I'm going to get them. But if you were in that store, would that not be a reasonable concern of yours? I think it would be a reasonable concern of yours. And... It is a reasonable concern of a woman who happened to be in that store. Uh, She says to Bethany Bruner of the Columbus Dispatch, there are a lot of people who are affected by this, innocent lives. This was not in any way, shape, or form self-defense. Every day since then, I've been watching my back. I've never had that fear, and it's life-changing. If he's out and walking the streets among us, who's to say... He won't retaliate. Now, this was my 
initial thought was that if this guy is either mean enough, nasty enough to just shoot someone for being hit in the face with a purse, or if he has the lack of self-control that he thinks that it's proper to shoot someone in the head for hitting him in the face with a purse, this is a guy who probably should not be out and walking around because he's looking at severe long-term consequences for this. He's 24 years old. He might figure my life is over. I would be thinking that if I were accused of that crime. And so I might be predisposed to do even more crazy things in what I presume to be my last few days or months or weeks of freedom. This is why I thought it would be a prudent decision for Judge Paley to set a much higher bond, one that Tyrone Gray could not meet. And in fact, prosecutors at the time asked for a $1 million bond, which meant he would have had to come up with $100,000, and now they're asking that he be held without bond for the exact reasons that I have outlined to you. So we will see. I don't know if uh, Judge Paley will be given the opportunity to put him back on the streets. I certainly hope not. When they heard of what Mr. Gray said in his phone calls, as I said, it alarmed them to the degree that they realized, uh, hmm, we better go get this guy. And we better put him back in custody. So they enlisted the help of the U.S. Marshals Southern Ohio Fugitive Apprehension Strike Team. And you would... Assume from Judge Paley's bond that Mr. Gray would be, you know, what? Sitting at home in Mansfield, right? It's obviously no danger to the community. She thought he should be out walking around for $5,000. Well, the SOFAST, and that's how the uh, acronym works out, the Southern Ohio Fugitive Apprehension Strike Team, SOFAST, very cute. They look for him in Columbus, couldn't find him. They look for him in Mansfield. Couldn't find him. They look for him after getting information that he was at a hotel in Marysville. Found his girlfriend. Didn't find him. They never did find him until he turned himself in on Friday night. Rather, Friday morning at the Franklin County Jail. So, if I were setting the bond, I would take into account that when they went to look for him, they could not find him. And when they got information about where he was, he was not there. This would tell me, even though I don't have a law degree, like Judge Paley, and even though I didn't do my woke training on Columbus City Council, like Judge Paley, this would tell me that the community, whether it's Mansfield, whether it's Marysville, whether it's Columbus, wherever he chooses to be, the community is safer without Tyrone Gray on the streets. So, we'll see. We'll find out about that tomorrow. This afternoon, oh man, we're in for a treat. Joe Biden is going to make a speech this afternoon at 2 o'clock about gas prices and what he's doing to bring down gas prices. We could play the Joe Biden drinking game, take a drink every time he lies, but then we'd all be intoxicated by 2.30. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.